everybody. It's about eight o'clock and that means we're about to hit the docket. This is the Plex podcast. We do this live every Sunday from seven to 9 PM Pacific and beyond into red light. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash echoplex and you will get the whole show from the time we start until the time that we decide we're too drunk to continue the show. Tonight is tea time. <laughs> we're not actually drinking during this one. We're still smoking weed and uh, I've consumed a lot of caffeine. We have to stay on <laughs> brand after all. So I'm producer Dave. You can find me at Plex underscore Dave on the tweet box. I'm the media wench. You can find me at Ouija Queen on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, you can find Ecoplex Media on all of the social medias. Just search us up in Google and pick out your favorite one. And uh, join our chat room, discord.me slash Ecoplex. After uh, the docket's over and during red light, you can give us a call if you do so desire. That is a 415-903-PLEX. I am HK Perrin. You can find me at HK Perrin. This is the good wife, Eplex, good wife on the tweet box. You can tweet me, but if I'm not following you, I'm probably ignoring your shit. Sorry about that. This is a councilman. Uh, this is uh, at the underscore councilman. And uh, you can find me at Hanselman in some other places. And vive la France. Everything's fine and everything's fine and it's great. Everything's fine, and everything's fine, and it's great. Thanks. Everything's fine, and everything's fine, and it's great. <laughs> Thanks. Everything's fine, and everything's fine. I hope you have a real nice day. The weather, the traffic, the time, and the news. How's your commute? What do you do? Sorry I'm late, I kept hitting snooze, it's just one of those days, you know what they say, it is what it is, ignorance is bliss, when it rains it pours, couldn't ask for more, what goes around comes around all in good time, I guess that your guess is as good as mine. Everything's fine and everything's fine and it's great! everybody that was our theme song for the plex that's the wyatt act everything's fine and i think we're gonna hop right to it just start it off we have a local candidate out of the east bay sort of concord area and um well, there's a robocall here's some robocalls and the jewish take 
takeover of America and restore our democracy by voting John Fitzgerald for U.S. Congress. Even if you are a registered Democrat, it's no longer a real democracy when the 2% ethnic minority that are Jews has dominance over America and uses it to serve the foreign country of Israel. Your vote for John Fitzgerald means no more U.S. wars for Israel based on their lies, like the Jewish-conducted attack of 9-11. Your vote for John Fitzgerald means no more sacrificing the lives and limbs of our children for Israel. Your vote for John Fitzgerald means no more killing for Israel. Don't be swindled by their cliché slander of him as being a neo-Nazi, which only shows how dumb they think you are. Reversing the takeover of America by a single 2% ethnic minority is 100% American, 100% Democratic. Whatever your party affiliation, save our democracy while you still can. And vote John Fitzgerald for U.S. Congress. This message paid for by the theroadtopower.com. Don't be bamboozled by his unpunchedness. <laughs> I think it's time we stop, children. What's that sound? Oh, I know they were using a sample. Like, they used a loop from that. Everybody, look. What's oh, going, what's going down? down? Mm-hmm. That reminds me of my mom. How mean of them. <laughs> so, let, just to make this clear before we start discussing it, this is in, what's called an independent expenditure. So, this candidate did not exactly know nor pay for this ad. This was done for him on or on his behalf mm-hmm. um, by an independent group that has a website that looks to be incredibly derpy, um, including a picture of a, one of the their podcast hosts drinking from a bucket of liberal tears. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, they have a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. It looks like it. So, just wanted to make it that make that clear. That oh yeah. Is, but the candidate himself is a known, you know, bigot, racist, you know, scumbag. Oh, fantastic. They yeah. th- they think he's their kind of guy. Yes. Is what is what is what you're saying? Correct. They they are racists in league. And we should definitely get into a podcasting rivalry with them. <laughs> I mean, I pod, know. pod enemies. What we minority are we against? Them. Them. Okay. And vegans. They're unpunched Nazis. Yeah. We have a we have a policy now. They hate us and we hate them, TM. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's some local news, some of the local news's take on this. Racist robocalls are making the rounds in the East Bay, supporting a GOP candidate for Congress who some call anti-Semitic. John Fitzgerald is a conquered businessman and a conspiracy theorist. But he says the calls aren't coming from him and that this is all a smear campaign. KVU's Christina Rendon is in our newsroom tonight with more on this. Christina? Well, Frank, the robocalls are being sent to East Bay residents. Even our two investigates team received it by voicemail yesterday. People say they are disturbing calls and filled with hate messages. And the Jewish takeover of America and restore our democracy by voting John Fitzgerald for U.S. Congress. That robocall caught Robert Gammon by surprise. He's the business development director for the East Bay Express and was at work when his cell rang. But I was shocked when I heard the voice on the recorder and it was immediately racist and I couldn't believe it. Gammon's tweet about the anti-Semitic robocall ended up on John Fitzgerald's campaign website. The GOP candidate and businessman from Concord is running for Congress against Democratic incumbent Mark Desanier, who represents Contra Costa County. Fitzgerald's site says the robocall Call is unauthorized, not from him. But his site also has headlines denying the Holocaust and is filled with conspiracy theories about the Jewish community. Oh, Austin Bennett Light. Yeah. <laughs> Running for Congress. No, Mark Desaulnier was on our, was a, it's a friend of the of the docket. docket because we've he's been on a couple of uh, new local news stuff about immigration and everything. And we're all like, yeah, that's right. You're he's right. Good. He's good people. 
but um regardless this this unpunched nazi uh <laughs> has is getting propagandized and uh support from other unpunched nazis mm. which happen to have a podcast so listener if you could find us that podcast uh but was a road to road to road to power i think was the name dot of it. com yeah the road to power if you can find their podcast in a I don't know. Give us some information on it. We can reach out to them. Yep. Drop a link in uh, or, the or maybe podcast. this is for like, some home, good homework from the dis for the Discord because you know they're gonna find that shit. That's I know they're yeah. they're, they're drop a link in the Plex podcast group because we'll probably bang clear the chat room before we fucking remember. Anyway, here's the next uh, news clip from the local news. It's weird that he would say it's a smear against his campaign because it seemed to be the same things that he's talking about <laughs> and he believes in. Your vote for John Fitzgerald means no more U.S. wars for Israel based on their lies, like the Jewish conducted attack of 9/11. The call oh goes on for God. about a minute and says it's paid for by theroadtopower.com, a website known to the Anti-Defamation League. This is a white supremacist and extremist group that's based in Idaho. Um, they've been responsible for other similar robocalls on behalf of different candidates and during the campaign season. Um, and they espouse uh, lies and bigotry, uh, mostly targeting the Jewish community. Seth Brisk says the calls are part of a disturbing okay. trend where white supremacist groups are using technology to spread hate messages during the campaign season. Fitzgerald declined an on-camera interview <laughs> but told KTVU by email he believes the calls are meant to damage his reputation and he has no affiliation to the road to power. He writes, I am an ethical, principled, and caring person who cares about all people Except and I believe Jews. in being Except honest about important, although controversial or taboo subject matter and issues and I do so with integrity, civility, and decency. No, you don't. I guarantee we'll <laughs> find don't. crossover. We'll find crossover donors. So they're they're trying to damage his reputation by saying the same things that he's saying. Yes, that's pretty much. I think that's okay. that's they're saying them in a robocall and calling okay. themselves the road to power. So it's like a different mm-hmm. context. If we've learned one thing in the last like year on this show is that everything's out of context. Robocall. He's a Nazi. Robocall. <laughs> Go punch him. It is a shock for, you know, Bay Area residents on their phones just to get a call like this where somebody's just spewing racist hatred in the name of a political campaign. Um, it's, um, it's horrible. Fitzgerald received nearly 25% of the vote during the June primary and will face off against Desanye in November. But we want to mention the California Republican Party and Republican Jewish Party have said they are not endorsing him due to his views. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, but just 25% of the vote. Granted, he's not going to win. That's probably how much he'll get in the runoff, but still 25% of the populace voted for this guy. They just like saw his name and saw an R next to it and voted for him. They probably, a good portion of those people probably didn't know. Well, there were quite a few names in the ballot in all these races nowadays because of the open, what the open primary system. So, but uh, yeah, no, it's still 25%. They're out there. Mm, Unpunched Nazis running for Congress. Even in California, even in the Bay Area. California. Well, this is East Bay. This is extreme East Bay. Like, well, it's like Concord. Concord, yeah. It's like next to Walnut Creek. Have you seen Walnut Creek? It's adorable. Fucking it North is Bay. so cute. <laughs> Driving through it, it's just like, oh, it's Walnut Creek, and then it's gone. Yeah, exactly. Same thing with Concord. <laughs> oh, it's I love Concord. It. Okay, it's gone. Love it. So we have a story about a music festival that's been canceled. 
And I think that's oh, like oh. all I need to tell you about it. New at noon, a big music festival in Antioch scheduled for this weekend has been canceled. More than 100 acts were on the lineup, including Ludacris, T.I., and Bay Area rapper Mars. But as KPX 5's Joe Vasquez first reported, many artists started pulling out of the music festival on Monday night. The organizers told KPIX 5 that those artists had a miscommunication with booking agents, but questions were raised about the organizers' past. Fremont police had issued a warning about the organizers, brothers Sami and Mohammed Kadir, back in February. That's when the pair was arrested in connection to a fraudulent home rental scheme. Ooh. And the CEO of the venue, the Contra Costa Event Park, releasing this statement saying due to the promoter's lack of fulfilling contractual obligations between the Contra Costa Event Park and World Class Entertainment, Event Park Management has no choice but to cancel the EXO Music Festival. The ticketing agency tells KPIX 5 as well that it is refunding all ticket holders immediately. Well, fuck them. It uh, seems like they were throwing some kind of fraudulent event, right? They were trying to sell a bunch of tickets and then all these acts weren't going to show up is what it sounds like to me. It sounds like even some of the local acts at least thought they were going to be playing. Yeah. And then the bigger acts had no idea. I mean, I think they got paid. Yeah. I think I think the event planning was just bad. That's all. Like it was just a shitty event. It seems like yeah. It seems like somebody just completely dropped the ball, ball or and it just got too far down the line, you know. And they didn't say anything, and no one did anything, and no one was overseeing things. And and suddenly it's like it was here. Hey, the event is in two weeks. How are we doing? All the contracts signed. Contracts. (laughs) <laughs> you mean you just don't ask people to play your show and my cousin's band is coming to play um, i mean to be fair that's what i did with local i only play i only put this on the local docket primarily because i think that we should poach everyone for local love palooza <laughs> oh my god that bill is too full already <laughs> yeah that's a it's a good crossover story we don't really cover any local music stuff and this is a uh, sort of local music because uh the, one of the tweets i saw on the uh news story about it was from uh, Lords of Sealand in there, like in our music collection. And they were like, oh, we, were, we thought we were going to play before. And I don't remember what big name person. It was somebody. And uh, yeah, it was in the news story. I so like, I guess, wait, are there more clips from this? Nah, just one. Okay. Because like my question is, how did nobody think to like, I don't know, how did, how did that happen? You, I mean, how did you not follow it's, through? I think it was they knew that the big acts weren't going to play and they were going to see if they could get get away with doing it without the big acts like right. if nobody heard, found out like if nobody heard through the grapevine by the time the show happened that the big acts weren't going to come then everybody would come and they would just announce one by one that the big acts weren't going right. to be there we're sorry and then they people would have already been at the concert for a very long time and it would have that's i i know rave promoters have done that rave promoters used to do that all the time it was like I forget how much it costs to go, but it was like a, a pretty penny. Yeah, they were. It's a scam. Yeah, scam. Wow. Everybody 80, wants 80, to 20. Throw, yeah, um, Everybody wants to throw the next fucking Coachella, you know. And it's uh, like, some music festivals are very expensive. Uh, Coachella is fucking super expensive. Well, yeah. These but, people had no intention of doing any such thing. They just wanted it to look like they were doing such exactly. A thing. So that people would buy these expensive ass tickets, but yeah, they were just hoping the band's agents and uh, the music media would wouldn't catch on to what they were doing, and they could fly under the radar and sell mm-hmm. all these tickets. And, and they totally caught on. Yeah, and everybody caught on. And I think that's I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Yeah, we were totally busted before it was supposed to happen. Busted. So what's going to happen to these guys? Oh, the fucking fraud, probably. Are we going to get busted time? for fraud? I don't know. I'm, I'm not their. I'm not the judge. I just know they. I, 
promoters are like this is like not an uncommon thing that promoters will do promoters will book big talent and then if they sell tickets reach out to the talent after they've sold the tickets and be like hey i have you on this bill and i've sold this many tickets and i have this much money for you like promoters will do all kinds of things so like none nothing like this ever surprises me they're trying to get out of trouble though by offering to refund everyone's money at this point because they're found out they're fucked so hopefully they didn't spend too much of the money because otherwise they're going to go into debt but they might might avoid jail time it sounds like they were also caught in some other fraud it said the, yeah they're uh they live in fremont they're brothers in fremont and there was like i think a few weeks like uh several months ago probably last year we actually had them on i think our local about this rental housing scheme that they had in fremont yeah that's some real estate dirty real estate business going on that doesn't shock me that there's dirty real estate going on in fremont yeah but it was just really funny because i was like wait Wait, there's a connection. Dude, these guys, they're bad. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. If you're not like the mayor of San Jose and we've covered you twice on our local docket, you're probably doing something horribly wrong. Yeah, pretty much. So what's going on up north? Okay, so it's fucking burned down the state season and yeah. uh, everybody is uh, trying to run for their lives from the fucking flame and firing buttholes from all of <laughs> The fucking gays in California, lighting everything on fire. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so there was a fire in and around the Sacramento area. And while these wonderful, heroic, fucking fantastic firefighters trying to put out this fire, two tweakers steal a fucking full-size fucking fire truck. <laughs> Barreling down Highway 65 at times traveling <laughs> 75 miles an hour, the stolen Sacramento Metro fire truck threatened to take out anything in its way. After hitting a spike strip, the engine is seen here driving down Highway 70 with a tire missing. It's probably been about 20 to 30 minutes that they were driving 50 to 60 miles an hour without a right front tire. Investigators say the engine was stolen by this man at 3.48 in the afternoon from Rio Linda as firefighters responded to a grass fire. He then picked up this woman at a home a mile away and together the two took off. This is how it ended four counties and nearly 100 miles later on Highway 70 outside Orville. Deputies with their guns drawn taking the two suspects into custody. The door was wide open. We thought Hollywood just All right, here you go. You want to drive? Take off. I was afraid for if if anybody else got hurt, if he doesn't get help. He's very, 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 very traumatized. The truck, valued at a million dollars fully loaded, is significantly damaged. I think most of us are shocked right now, and as we digest this, we'll have our opinion kind of come out a little bit further. Investigators say the suspects took turns driving and believe both were influenced by drugs, alcohol, or both. The one driver at a time had a shirt completely covering their face except for their eyes, so it was hard to tell whether or not that was the female or the male. A truck meant to fight fires and save lives used to create a dangerous emergency of its own. In Butte County, Tom Miller, KCRA 3 News. 100 miles? 100 miles. They were... Okay, so check this out. They went for 25 or 30 minutes without a right front tire. They were, while they were going 75 miles an hour, they were switching seats and switching off driving. What the fuck? That's some, that's some fucking meth, dude. Michael Murphy ain't got nothing on these guys. Did they at least like pull over at a rest stop and have like a water hose fight? No. 
<laughs> wow. Uh, I don't think they were drunk because I don't think you could pull that shit off drunk. I think they might have been, um, yeah, certainly mm. awake for several days. Mm. They were having Meth. delusions of grandeur. Meth. Oh, I mean, man. you don't. You, they kicked you, these people's asses when they got a hold of him the chick's face was all fucking bloody if you're you're drunk or you're just off your rock a little bit you know you (laughs) might steal a you know a honda or a you know (laughs) or maybe 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 a prius you know but a a fire truck you need to have either some ghana some ghanas of steel or you've got to just be completely off your your shit off the reservation i saw the door oh. was open i'm like hollywood that fucking damn and, it, get and, in. and the light was spinning around and around <laughs> it was like a rave and i just thought i figured i had to get in there and drive that thing down oh the road God. 75 miles an hour with no right front tire and i'm amazed the thing didn't catch fire but you know what that's it's just jesus truck. that's just jesus well it's a fire truck and so it's it's uh it's flame retardant oh it's retardant <laughs> something is retardant all right that's, that's pretty sorry <laughs> hey that's just insulting my <laughs> intelligence <laughs> it couldn't be a, a graduate now our one yeah i, I got intelligence I, I graduated to stealing fire trucks <laughs> instead of honda it was, my, it was my final exam oh, so you know, without a front tire <laughs> Well, wait a minute. At the beginning of the story, they were like, "We're okay." So here's, here's where, here's where I don't like it. They were responding to a grass fire, and yeah. so they like show up, like start setting up for the grass fire. Then some random person just comes and takes their truck. I mean, that's that's like massively fucked up because the grass is over here and it's on fire, and the truck that came to put it out is now like going down the freeway. <laughs> and, and I'm st- Correct. Like, that's the problem. The, like the the tire falling off. Yeah, that's what's going to happen if you don't know how to drive a tra- fire truck and you try to run from the police in it. But they. Well, they that's took it from people responding to a grass fire. An emergency. Fire. <laughs> yes. They took it from and then created an emergency. I mean, that's how long they were trying <laughs> to get them. Two emergencies, <laughs> right? <laughs> and one less fire truck available to deal with them. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Do you think there'll be like special circumstances tacked onto those charges because you stole? It's two emergencies. Two, yeah, two emergencies. You created a. Oh man! You stole, oh, you so stole the many. water. Pump. I would love to see the fucking the the what do you call it the fucking the that fucking accusation list whatever when they go to court is going to be like a full-on plex docket it's going to be like one of those where we like we have to start the show half an hour early and like go like 15 minutes late because it's just whereas conspiracy to steal a fire truck yeah stealing a fire truck (laughs) (laughs) driving a fire truck while intoxicated Driving under the influence away under from the influ- a fire under the influence in public conspiracy <laughs> to deface public property defacing of public property willful endangerment we'll, we'll well, the best the part is that he stops at this girl's house and just says get in come on man <laughs> and she's like remember oh that, cool a new kidnapping. ride remember that remember that time we talked about running away in a fire truck <laughs> <laughs> where did you get this fire truck from it's not a fire truck baby it's a chopper where did you get this chopper <laughs> I'm just confused about Fred. all of it like yeah. how many so like were they just too slow to catch up with them or well, if he okay so at first it was chaos right so maybe this maybe this woman lived 10 minutes away from where he stole the fire truck from and in that they hadn't been able to respond and find the fire truck yet so he picked her up and then i the, I, I don't i have no idea what you say to if you go to somebody's <laughs> house and you're like i have this fire truck get in get like, in. like like there's 
There's so many questions here. There's so many questions here. They should do an episode of Radio Lab about this incident because there's a lot going oh on. My. I'd just when like the- I'd like to hear the police radio on that like description of the vehicle. It when is there is a, a when there is a follow up, I will keep my uh, my eyes peeled. And we will get the audio from it. I'm sure there will be something on that by hopefully by next week or the week after. I bet you we can find something on the court docket. Please do <laughs> find us the docket. I will find the docket. I'm going to look for it. So we'll be keeping an eye on that one. So we're going to move on to the dumbest person of the week. This is a. It wasn't the dude who stole <laughs> a fire truck. It's going to be a rough night. So. Oh, don't do that. Thank you. No drum roll. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. People are listening to this. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> so this guy. There's that one guy. This is this is House of Representatives mem- member Paul Gossar, and he's going to be asking. He's just going to say the dumbest thing you could ever fucking possibly say. You said about a bias. This morning I watched. I, I, by the way, I'm a dentist. Okay, so I read body language very, very well. And I watched your comment and actions with... Mr. Gowdy, you got very angry in regards to the Gold Star father. That shows me that it's innately a part of you and a bias. Sir, I disagree. I don't know if you're saying this experience is like being at the dentist, if that's what you're suggesting. Okay, so let me but uh, I, would, I, I would tell you, sir, I I, what you see there. in my response, what you see in my response is a genuine passion for the United States of America. So I don't know if you guys were caught that at the beginning. He said that because he's a dentist, he's a good reader. He can read people. He can read people. people. I think what he means is he can understand people. (laughs) 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 So you were doing any fishing? (laughs) Yeah, I've been there a few times. That place is great. (laughs) Maybe he means he knows how to play the fuck out of some impromptu charades when somebody's asking him for something with some shit in their mouth, right? Right. No, I think what he was saying is that uh, he's a dentist, so he could tell by people's fucking facial expressions and body language how they're, if they're fucking in pain or not, maybe, or something. I don't know. He's a fucking idiot. It's like, why would you say that? Or if they're <laughs> lying to him. Like, why would you say that? I don't know. What would compel? Uh, okay, yeah, you said you don't know a couple times. <laughs> now, I happen to be an optometrist, so I can tell when people are lying. <laughs> I, I have a special I have a special ability to see shifty eyes. <laughs> There's a whole book in the optometrist manual about shifty eyes and how to spot them. Make sure they pay up front, see? Give some of these incels some glasses so they can see how hot the women are that they're trying to hit on that keep telling them no. Okay, so we got Pat Robertson. He's going to talk about the Supreme Court uh, that's big in the regular news today. But the only reason we pulled this is because it's Pat Robertson. Without a lot of opposition from people like me, uh, the Senate confirmed Judge Souter went on the Supreme Court where he became an absolute disaster. He was to the left of everyone. He was always on the side of the left. Mm. And disaster. I, I don't know what his... Uh, He was a confirmed bachelor, and I won't go beyond that, but there were some latent problems Mm -hmm. with him. But he was was really a horrible judge. Yeah. Confirmed bachelor. He said he's gay. That's pretty much the code. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pat Robertson seems a little light in his loafers sometimes, too. Yeah, he seems a little out of breath, too. He's is he an well, unconfirmed like bachelor? He's so. <laughs> He is 137. <laughs> he's probably a divorced bachelor. So what he's saying is that like a judge is a horrible judge if they side with the left all the time, so you should get yourself a good, fair judge that always sides with the right, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I, it's, yeah. it's, it's, is, that, is that what Pat Robertson's trying to tell us? 
Fair. Is there anybody who could? Tra- yeah. I think I translated it. Yeah. All right. Next crazy person is Jim Baker. He's going to talk about a civil war. There's been a lot of civil war going on. Jim lately. Baker's got the good hype woman. As a nation, we're being torn apart, and civil wars don't pop up out of a vacuum. It's not like some one day everything's wonderful, and then all of a sudden, oh, civil war. Our first <laughs> civil war we saw coming way in advance. Now this one will be different. It's not going to be armies from different geographic regions fighting one another, but it's going to be two different. Hang on. As a nation, we're being torn apart and civil wars don't pop up out of a vacuum. It's not like some one day everything's wonderful and then all of a sudden, oh, civil war. Our first civil war, we saw coming way in advance. Now this one will be different. It's not going to be armies from different geographic regions fighting one another, but it's going to be two different ideologies. You've got liberal, you've got conservative, you've got this country divided so many ways. And we're getting to the point where anger and frustration are boiling to such a degree that it's not just going to be a soft or cold civil war where we're angrily disagreeing with one another, but where actual physical violence breaks out in this nation. Is this the time when, where Jesus said we would be hated for his name's sake? <laughs> yeah. Mm, I've never that, seen yeah. in my life, I've lived a lot mm, of years, almost mm. 80, on this earth. And mm. I've never seen, in fact, when I was a little boy, mm-hmm. to serve Jesus was okay. In fact, they gave us a little testament about this size in the schoolroom yes. when I was a boy. Many times I received a Gideon testament. Yes. Now, there's a hatred for the word of God. People mm. have no idea how deep this revolution is. No. And if yeah. we hadn't had a change of presidents, we, the church, would be absolutely in danger change of losing its freedoms totally. So there were there were a couple of things in there. Councilman I have never seen you lose it in a clip like that. That was fucking hilarious. Well, that was just hilarious in, in general. You know? It's just all of a sudden it's wonderful and everything, and all of a sudden past that war. Civil war. <laughs> <laughs> I just woke up this morning, you know. I you know I, I was a little hungover, and I went to the bathroom, and you know I took a leak, and then I went and got some coffee, and then I looked out the window, and poof, civil, civil war. war. <laughs> I just grabbed my musket and went out there and start. <laughs> <laughs> I went I right my, to Valley Fair and I, I, I said, I, I need to, I need to ride and at Valley Fair and make sure I stock up on all sorts of provisions. I'm glad I had all those bayonets saved up from Seriously. the Revolutionary War. Seriously. And all, the, and all them bombs from, from upstate New Jefferson. The first civil war, I think was the last time we were giving out Bibles in school. Oh, I don't know. Did Gideon's Bible. They do. Have, they Bible. don't allow that right now. Oh, oh, definitely not. We well, at least in some school districts, I don't know. The Jefferson Bible. I think the last time they allowed that Jefferson. was like over a hundred years ago. Well, that was back when they used to, you know, let teachers just whack kids across the face. <laughs> that was back when Jim Baker was in high school. They hate it. They hate it. They have people watch all of our shows mm-hmm. and do nothing but fight us, fight us, mm. and uh, you know, I- I've seen things that. And, and I've had things happen that I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about today. I've but seen I'll it. tell you what, it's gotten worse. There's things. And mm-hmm. the deep state is being revealed. Let me talk about that on our next show a little more. But there, he is trying to drain the swamp. But there's some really crazy creatures inside that swamp. Yeah, he put them there. <laughs> I think they just mean that everybody that was there before that doesn't that isn't like some when when 
two different people say the swamp mm. they probably mean two different things right mm, yeah like, swamp. like like jim baker's swamp is very different than alex jones's swamp it's the rabbit but, hole swamps but, but they can both talk about the swamp and it's because it doesn't fucking mean anything if you have a swamp we should probably just put some like baby powder on it and it will be less irritating <laughs> <laughs> the swamp <laughs> You need a You're little cotton, Trump you need a cotton swap a, a swamp cotton ass. Swamp. Trump Trump is eliminating swamp ass. That's really what's going Trump on here. Swamp ass. Yeah. So, but but seriously though, uh, the swamp seems to be whoever is not you and the other, the not the not your team, right? Not right. My, the people. Not my that, swamp. The right. people that you disagree with who have a different worldview than you, a different Correct. ideology. Whether or not they're entrenched, you know, lobbyists or you know, uh, first year Congress members, like whoever's not you is the swamp apparently Swampy. yeah all right we need a palate cleanser we're Please. halfway through the docket mm. this is uh, joe mm. rogan and uh he's going to talk about immigration know about me joe rogan i see a lot of people online Congrats. talking about this immigrant issue and they either don't have kids or they don't think it could happen to their kids their idea is hey shouldn't have fucking come over here you broke get those kind law. of people broke the law shouldn't have fucking come over here if you yeah. could you didn't want to get your kids separated if you were in the presence of a woman who came over here from Guatemala and she's poor and she's starving and they're taking her baby away and she's wailing and uh. screaming f from a primal a primal place in her her DNA that the one thing she loves more than anything is being taken away a baby yeah if you if that doesn't freak you the fuck out you're not a part of the team man you're right. missing it. You're missing it. What's what are we here for? We're here for a hundred years of whatever. That's what we're here for. If you want to spend a hundred years saying, "Hey, she shouldn't have fucking broke the law," I'm I don't want you on the team. You're an asshole, right? And I don't give you. I don't give a fuck if you're right or left. I don't care if you're yeah. religious or I don't care if you're an atheist. If that's what you support, you're an asshole, and we don't want you on our team. Hey. Something finally, that was an Joe. Excellent palate cleanser. Finally, Joe. <laughs> joe rogan yeah that was a pretty good palate cleanser uh joe rogan has a lot of people i think are dipshits on his show and i don't always think he pushes back hard enough but this shit right here is good yeah. good for you joe rogan you, joe. he's got like the biggest podcast like he has the most listeners of Bigger anybody than adam carolla i he has the biggest podcast nice his podcast is for sure the biggest and i have more of this clip why are we allowing right. all these special interest groups and lobbyists to interfere with our laws and yeah. influence our, our, our politicians and, and create all this shit that we don't want? Well, here's the number one reason. You can't just vote online. You can't just vote. It's not one person, one vote. Right. It's the electoral college, and there's a lot of checks and balances that are in place. It's all wonderful and groovy, but it's not giving the trust to the people. Right. The trust to the people that are they're informed, that they can make their own decisions, that more people should be able to make these decisions. But they're happening now. That 28-year-old girl who, who, who won know, in New York, 28-year-old Democratic Socialist. Whether I agree with her or not, and I don't know if I do or don't, I bet I agree with her on a lot of things. I think education should be free. I think we should figure out a way. If we could pay for bombs, we could pay for schools. This, the, I think the, this idea that everybody should have health care, it's a great idea. Who the fuck wants people to not be healthy? Who wants people to be hurt and not be able to fix it? Who wants? Do, do, are you really saying that struggling people should have to pay exorbitant amounts of money to get fixed when we could maybe change 
chip in and help members of our right. team. That's stupid. Fill it up. Figure it out yourself. I had to. You got lucky, bitch. You got lucky you don't have leukemia. You didn't break both your legs mm. when you were 18. Your parents are dead. Right. You got lucky, piece of shit. You, yeah. you, these are people on our team. Right. I'm not talking about people who are lazy, good for nothing, losers, mooching off the system. You're going to have that, too. Well, we got to figure out how to educate people so that that happens less and less. Notice how when he talked at the end about the so-called losers that are mooching off the system, he suggested like educating more people to make that not even a problem yeah. instead of saying, oh, we got to throw them in jail or we got to mm -hmm. punish them or we got to stop them. Yeah. Educate them. Right. So for free. This was some good shit because I generally am not the biggest fan in the world of uh, Joe Rogan. And so this was some wonderful shit right here. Very he's, nice. He's raising a point that I really got. I think all of us wish right now that Republicans across the board and uh, right of center folks across the board would recognize, which is that the, you know, you don't, this isn't their team. This isn't our team. This isn't America. What, yeah. what this, what 45 and all the other madness represents. And he's drawing a line in the sand. Yeah. I, and you don't see that from the guys that are actually elected and have the power, unfortunately, but you see it from Joe Rogan, which is nice. I thought one of those things the other day, I didn't have to, I didn't have to stop myself from thinking one of those things is like, in this point in human evolution, nationalism is the fucking dumbest thing that you can possibly like try and push. We're all fucking at this point. It's like, we're, we're not little tribes on fucking huge pieces of land anymore. We're a fucking population and we encompass the entire globe. So the whole globe now needs to be able to fucking get along with each other and quit fucking being assholes about what color your skin is or what part of a fucking imaginary fucking border you were born over or where you were lucky enough and randomly in this fucking universe to be born on a particular piece of land. All of that seems very, very stupid to like put on such a fucking pedestal. It's it it just blows my mind that it's like you're gonna fucking hate somebody over the color of their skin, and yet you'll go to a fucking restaurant that serves their kind of food, and then you're like shocked that people boo you the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, it's uh nationalism is definitely really stupid. It's uh, dumb, and uh, yeah. I, like I said, I usually am not the biggest fan of Joe Rogan, and I'm real glad that uh, that happened because yeah. he's got a massive podcast, and you had mentioned Adam Carolla. Adam mm -hmm. Carolla ain't ever going to say that shit on his podcast. No, fuck no. No, 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 So the next thing we got, we got Alex Jones. He's going to drop a little bit of knowledge bomb about Barron Trump. Oh, Trump yeah. is not taking care of vaccine issue. He's trying to get drug prices down. He's trying to get a lot of the life existing technologies and medical treatments released. He's doing that. But I know for a fact that Barron and Trump does not like this being talked about. In fact, I've been told, not by Trump or his people, but by folks close, like, hey, just don't go there. But Barron was doing great, got a third round of shots when he was two, and man, it hurt him bad. So he's saying that Barron got, like, vaccine injured or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, of you course know, all, he is. All these people say, don't go there, Alex, don't go there. Yeah, it's a 12-year-old kid. Like, he didn't ask his dad to run for effing president. No. And so, neither did his poor fucking wife either. This poor kid, man. <laughs> like, I feel bad worse for him than Chelsea. Mm. Just, oh, man, this is awful. Yeah. The, At least her dad played the saxophone. It was kind of cool. You know, mom was going for health care. Like, this guy, what does this guy have? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. 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 So I got, uh, here's the next clip of this. It's about, uh, he's also talking about vaccines and how Trump isn't addressing the vaccine problem. Everybody's got family that got killed or got sick from a vaccine. No, Most people have been sick themselves. No. It's incredible. And so, bingo. 
Now, now Trump can't move mountains and all the rest of it, but he's gone back on Afghanistan. He's gone back on the vaccines. And I say we hold his feet to the fire. And I promise you, the next time I talk to Trump, I will bring up the vaccines. And everybody should go out when he's on the road, hold up signs, all of it. <laughs> Hell, we ought to sell T-shirts or, you know, at costs that say, President Trump, fulfill your promise on vaccines and go to the rallies. Believe me, that gets his attention. Do you think that the president, like, has conversations with Alex Jones? Probably. Hope not, but... He talks to Sean Hannity. Why wouldn't he talk to fucking Alex Jones? Yeah, they're Betty by talking mates. <laughs> no, you hang up. No, you hang up. No, no, you hang up first. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you. No, you. No, you. Yeah. you. <laughs> so if any, if anyone else would have said anything bad about Baron Trump or anything like sort of that could be construed as bad or whatever about Baron Trump, Alex Jones would be having a freak out saying the left is fucking mean and this and that, and they're going after a twelve-year-old kid. But then he just went on there and basically said a vaccine fucked up the president's son. <laughs> no, you're mean. No, you. No, you. You're so mean. You're so mean. On your show, you're just so mean. Mean. Mm. <laughs> this is weird. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna move on to the next I think clip. The good wife is freaked out over here. I'm gonna move on to the. <laughs> she she's got this face that's like you know. Uh, I'm gonna move uh, on to the next clip. Okay. We have a this is a guy. His name is Jake Lloyd. He's from the Infowars C team. The C team. <laughs> and he's going to talk about violence against reporters when donald trump says the press cnn msnbc the new york times they're enemies of the american people these are evil evil sick sick people so i just want you to remember i do not advocate any violence i am the least violent person that you may ever meet really <laughs> but whenever something bad happens to a bunch of journalists and they come out and they say that, oh, Trump is fostering violence against journalists. Infowars.com and Breitbart and the Daily Caller. Anybody that wears a Trump hat is promoting violence against journalists. This is their fault that more journalists have, have gotten sideways looks or gotten hurt or, you know, God forbid, killed. Whatever the case may be. Whenever they say that, just remember that that is also another lie. Remember stuff like this. Stuff like them trying to get us shut down. Mm -hmm. So he just said that the journalists kind of deserve it because they've done things like try to get InfoWars shut down. I mean, we've done things to try to get InfoWars shut down. Well, I mean... We're not really journalists, though. We're not really journalists, but... <laughs> does InfoWars does Info deserve to be open for business? Oh, that's, that's neither here nor there. This guy was just basically saying that because of what the media is doing, they're reporting on, you know, what InfoWars is doing, that they, that you should remember that next time something bad happens to journalists. He was probably, you know, certainly referencing the shooting that happened at the, uh, the newspaper in right. Baltimore, like a week or a week and a half ago. And, uh. Yeah, he's fucking crazy. And he's like the InfoWars B t or C team. <laughs> I've never even heard of this guy. And Alex is like, oh, I can't really say this. Oh, reason. maybe he's a, remember when Alex Jones was running that contest or whatever to get new people on for his, maybe this is a new guy. Uh -huh. Yeah, I this, remember that. This guy might've won the contest. Oh boy. Ooh. He's willing to say the most outrageous things. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to think of this. This is a, a little bit weird. Here's the next clip. Remember all of the evil, disgusting, heinous stuff that journalists have done in the past whenever they try to train, try to blame President Trump for the violence that some wackos may or may not commit against them. May or may not. I don't condone violence, but they 
sure make it hard to not see where it's coming from. I don't support violence, but it is surely not us fostering it against them. It is, and don't call me Shirley. What is what are like what is the media doing to foster violence against them? I don't reporting understand. Reporting on stuff. Reporting on reporting Their on job. Their repeating job. what they say. Repeating what InfoWars says. They, they're probably talking about Media Matters, which is where I got this clip, right? <laughs> they're pointing out to the world that these people exist and making them targets because they're very targetable. Because I they're say ridiculous assholes. stuff. How dare you point out that I say ridiculous stuff? Right. We say it all over the internet and we try to recruit as many people as possible to our cause by saying it all over everywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've just pointed it out on the news to your libtard friends and now they're coming after us. They're coming after us with their pitchforks. Tell me to take me away. Ha-ha. No. They're all laughing, smiling my Facebook posts now. Oh, man, I'm all laughing, smiling. We were owning the post. libs and then you told the libs and now they're after us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you... This guy's been like trying to recruit for his cult for like a very long time. And uh, it doesn't seem like he thinks that people would notice. It's mm. a very bizarre thing. Well, not this guy, but Alex Jones has been recruiting for the cult for quite some time. Yeah, I don't I don't know quite what to say. This guy's a kid. Uh, if you would have watched the video, he's maybe 18 or 19. And uh, yeah, I'm not sure what to say about this. So I got the Judicial Watch founder who is obviously a fucking complete crazy person. And uh, he's going on somebody's podcast and they, it's a podcast. It's a conspiracy theory podcast. They've talked about Pizzagate and other interesting things on this podcast. Hillary Clinton knows she's got 30 years of experience or more that she'll never be indicted by any government agency, okay? Uh-huh. Not even Trump. Mm, he's got a hype, Okay, man. because tr- look at Trump. I love the guy. I mean, he's, he's the only president in my lifetime who actually says it straight up what he thinks and what he believes. He talks about the prejudice and injustice in the justice system. He'll criticize judges. They should be criticized, a lot of them. There's some good ones, mm-hmm. but most of them are politicized. And, but Hillary Clinton knows she'll never be indicted by the government. And that's why she's cocky. That's why she'll, in fact, you know, give out these hints that she's going to run again. And she hopes because the Democrats have no No. one currently. I mean, Pocahontas, Elizabeth Warren, (laughs) uh, Looney Tunes, (laughs) Looney Tunes, uh, um, I forget his name. I'm having a a senior moment here. Bernie. Okay, Bernie. Bernie Sanders. You know, the guy who took his honeymoon in Moscow. Okay. (laughs) Did he? I mean, he's not going to cut it. Uh, you've got Joe Biden, who's who's old and senile. You've got <laughs> I could go on and on and on. There's nobody there. Okay, you've got Cory Booker, who's just so hateful. He almost foams at the mouth every time he talks. That's not going to happen. So this guy from Judicial Watch. If anybody doesn't know what Judicial Watch is, it sounds like a you know some sort of watchdog organization that might you know represent the you know the interest of the people you know in in court cases and whatnot sounds like somebody you might call if you need help because you feel like you're not getting adequate representation in a in a court case or something right that's like sort of what the name might imply they're like a right-wing think tank they take like a lot of money from the usual right-wing suspects i don't know which ones but they're and all they do is lobby to try to push policy to the right and try to get right-wing judges appointed and this guy's all yeah this guy's He's, He's like a knockoff Sean Hannity with no budget. Yeah, his audio. Uh, that, that's not his audio, to be fair. It's some other idiot's podcast audio, but it's still not very good. Uh. I'm voting for Pocahontas. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, and that that tired Pocahontas thing, and like, what was the Cory Booker foaming at the mouth? Like, that's all about painting him the black candidate as a dog or a rabid dog of some sort. Are mm-hmm. you trying to suggest that the guy that from Judicial Watch might be racist, sir? Uh, We're not most, suggesting. Not suggesting. We're at all, saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this guy's a real piece of shit. Will not be redacted. This guy's a real piece of shit. He's on the Alex Jones show sometime, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. A real piece of shit. I'm not sure if he goes on Hannity, but he uh, he's more in the Tucker Carlson kind of orbit. And here's more of this lovely fellow going to bestow his loveliness upon all of us. Don't you think they'll run yeah, Michelle, Michelle Obama? Obama? Yeah. I mean, if they Michelle had Hillary Obama. Clinton oh. with Michelle Obama as vice president, that would be compelling for for a lot of people. Now she's not she's not capable of winning, mm. but she has a very large. Uh, minority, or if not that, a majority in the Democrat mm-hmm. Party. She doesn't care about the Democrat Party. She'll take her own party down because she's uh, an egomaniac. I mean, she's a megalomaniac. Right. And she doesn't care about that. I mean, this is a woman, Jason, I, I know this sounds extreme, but 80 people died in and around the Clinton administration. You think it was all law of average? No, I don't. You don't think they didn't have some people hit? And we're not you know, even so, counting I mean, I the people. They did. Who- we're not even counting the people who died in Libya and some of the other illegal war, you know, acts of war that she was behind through all of her crazy dealings. These guys think that, like, Scandal is a documentary? Yes. <laughs> they believe whatever they are told. Period. If you meme it, they will believe it. Oh, man. They probably think that the fucking Rothschilds have $500 trillion. I have my issues with Started Hillary Clinton, war. but Jesus Christ, like this, th- this goes above and beyond this to the crap that's out there. The crap that people say it's and the crap that people believe mm. it's un it's unrelenting and unreal. I can, I cannot imagine what it's like to be her. It's, it, it'd be hol- It'd be horrible. It, it'd be even worse to be like an audience member of this person's and, and also believe this shit because then not only do you not have a platform, but you're fucking stupid as well. You are certainly stupid. If you believe this stuff, that is absolutely 100% <laughs> 80, 80 people around the Clinton administration died. It's like, well, I mean, since then, I mean, a lot of them are pretty old. Over. <laughs> they're just going to transfer their lives over to the next, like, several people who are going to run, so. Let me just pull a fucking number out of air. Nobody, uh, nobody's, uh, nobody who listens to this and takes it seriously is going to fact check that. I think they're just projecting because they described Hillary as as an egomaniac. Yeah. And I forget who else, but they described someone as senile. It's like that's your guy. Well, I thought I thought maybe one of these guys was an egomaniac and one of them was senile, and they were both just projecting. Well, maybe mm. that too. But <laughs> I mean, your guy who's sitting in the Oval Office is a senile egomaniac. Oh, I hope he's senile and not just really like this. Probably I mean, I guess senile. Both- I mean, if you watch if you watch videos of him from like the eighties and nineties, he was much more coherent. I guess you're right. He was younger. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he's 72, 73. Who? Trump. 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 Yeah, Trump's fucking old. So, I mean, I th- yeah, you get to that point. You How old's Joe Biden? A little more loopy than you were when you were in your 40s. Joe Biden is in, in his late to mid to 70s. <laughs> he's not 80. I don't think he's 80 yet, but he's in his 70s for sure. All right. Well, he still that- has a firm handshake. That was enough of the ju- that was enough of the judicial watch founder. I'm sorry to have subjected you to that, but now I'm going to subject you to Liz Corkin. I don't know if you guys know about Liz Corkin. She's a uh, sort of your average right wing tinfoil nutter, and uh, she thinks Trump is sending secret signals to the to the truth community or some shit. What I do love about President Trump, though, is that 
he trolls the Illuminati and the deep state and, <laughs> you know, the cabal. He trolls them with their own words and symbols. And it's, it's hilarious. Um, hilarious. Hilarious. Trump is trolling the Illuminati. Did you guys know that? <laughs> I could totally see that. Okay, uh, but completely unintentionally, of course. I don't. I don't really think he. <laughs> the unintentional troll. Completely, uh, just just being who he is. I think um, he's trolling the fuck out of them because I think they want to recruit you when you become president. Don't they don't aren't they? If they don't haven't already, aren't they looking to recruit you so that you can serve them after you're president as well? That's why they're so mad because they were unable to recruit Trump because he like there's you have to meet certain standards to join the Illuminati. Yeah. Uh, in case. You know, me and Brandon, or uh, me and the tax man, are uh, members of the Illuminati. We had to like pass, uh, uh, like a make a tweet that makes sense test. We had to, um, we had to not want to fuck our own daughter. There's like some minimum standards to joining the Illuminati and becoming rich and famous. And so, like, it wasn't that he didn't want to join; it's that they rejected him, and that's mm-hmm. why he's going after them. It all makes sense, right? Mm. I figured that was the part of the unintentional trolling, just, <laughs> <laughs> just being who he is, you know, like there's during a meeting the other day. I didn't I didn't see this. I, I think this happened when I was away, but President Trump had a roundtable and Mulvaney. I can't even remember what they were talking about, but Mulvaney was in there and he was discussing he was discussing regulations and he brought up he kept bringing up cheese pizza and hot dogs and he was using those words as an analogy and that was a thousand percent a troll okay so do you guys know about the uh, pizzagate conspiracy theory yes. yes and the emails that's what she's talking about right there she's talking about how they would use pizza as a uh, euphemism a signal a, a code s- word yeah a signal or a code word for the children they were going to abuse that guy that shot up the uh, comet ping pong thing mm-hmm. it's the pizza gate and uh, she's straight up crazy, Liz Corkin. And uh, the president is not giving her signals. Possibly calling us from the bathroom. She may be calling from her. Well, she's doing it on her phone. She's a low tech. The lowest of low tech. From the bathroom. From the bathroom. Nobody's calling us right now because I have an announcement. What's the announcement? It's nine minutes to red light. Nine minutes to red light. Good, nine I get minutes to, till we drink. I get, I get to have a beer. I get to crack open a beer. Change the change the mood lighting in the room a little bit. I got a bottle of rosé with a cock on it. <laughs> you got to get your, oh, your Amazon. You got to get your Amazon Echo to be able to change all the lights for us. No, that's what we're not going to do. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got one more clip of Liz Corkin. President Trump and his staffers are constantly trolling the deep state. Uh, I think it was the Department of Defense. They tweet about pizza a lot. Um, right when President Trump got into office, this was within the first two weeks that he was sworn into office, they launched the Blue Campaign. And the Blue Campaign came out with a commercial to bring awareness to human trafficking and child sex trafficking. And the scene of this commercial opens up at a pizza parlor. And the announcer says something along the lines of, you can find this on YouTube still, by the way, says something along the lines of, human trafficking is everywhere. And it shows someone leaving... A pizza parlor. That's President Trump's way of letting you know Pizzagate is real. It is not fake. They are, he's constantly using their words against them and throwing in their face. And God bless him. It's amazing. Pizzagate's not real. Pizzagate is not real. Only crazy people believe in that shit. What does it mean that Papa John said the N-word? 
<laughs> oh no he, he he likes little black boys obviously <laughs> <laughs> no i don't know ew papa john <laughs> they kicked him off of his thing because he's a right winger but also they should just all resign from the board of directors their pizza tastes like shit <laughs> Ooh, but the garlic sauce though yeah that's and pepperoncinis they kicked him off because he wanted to be racist so bad. He was like, why can't I be as racist as the KFC guy? He's like, haven't you heard of Pizzagate? The racists will get behind us. <laughs> so the problem with the Pizzagate thing, it's like it would be a harmless conspiracy theory, except it's kind of fucked up. Like the people who believe in it want it to be true. And by wanting it to be true, they necessarily want there to be more people abusing children than already are because they want like fucking Hillary Clinton to be running a sex trafficking ring. Whereas if she wasn't, there would be less children being abused. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of gross. And Hillary Clinton's running a sex trafficking ring. That's that's the Pizzagate podesta the podesta emails whichever podesta it doesn't matter i think there's two podestas and they're both involved it was like hot dogs and pizza right right yeah is one Ping like pong. is one boys and one girls it might have been the thing that occurs to me is that if you're like setting things up during a campaign maybe the food that you get for your workers is like hot dogs and pizza because it's cheap and you can get a lot of it mm-hmm. generally speaking that's true Right, but what I'm I'm just saying that there if you have to feed a lot of kids, hot dogs and pizza is the way to go. That doesn't mean you have to touch the kids. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like You're you saying d- if they were ordering like caviar, it would be a bit more suspicious. Uh, <laughs> well, I would if they were no I don't know, it wouldn't mean th- Can I get a hundred caviar, none of them older than twelve? <laughs> <laughs> That's like legitimately kind of what that's sort of like a basic version of what the Pizzagate conspiracy is sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Can I get a pizza? No hair on it this time. Oh man. So we got one more clip before we go into uh, one more story before we go to red light. We have Jesse Lee Peterson. I don't think we've ever had Jesse Lee Peterson and Jordan Peterson on the same docket. But here's Jesse Lee Peterson and Laura Southern. They're going to talk about apartheid in South Africa. I have always thought that Nelson Mandela was an evil man. And when they brought him here to our country, presented him as a good person, I'm saying, no, Nelson Mandela is head of the ANC. He's not a good man. Do you agree with me that Nelson Mandela was an evil man? Well, the fact that he introduced his opposition with 57 public bombings and was part of the communist party i don't think that's an opinion i think it's an objective statement yes if he had been white or even asian or anything but black and during the time he was in i think that there would be far more criticism and certainly we can speak of his wife as well the tactics like necklacing they used against other blacks who simply wanted to work with the government at the time setting them on fire with tires around their neck it was evil of course these were evil atrocities and were sold a false narrative by the media today of who these people were okay mm. <laughs> <sighs> um, what's the false narrative exactly that nelson mandela was uh an evil man no that was the the narrative That's, they want to spin y- yeah oh that nelson mandela was a great man and brought people together and i thought it was that he died in jail Oh, no, that's the Mandela effect. We uh, we don't have any of that tonight, but we do cover that during red light sometimes. Speaking of which, four minutes to red light. I wonder if they should have brought up the Mandela effect. I feel like this would have been a better clip if it would have been about the Mandela effect, having uh, these two people talk about that, because this clip is garbage. Apparently, it might be it is the Mandela effect, because if it wasn't for the effect of Mandela, these people would not be talking. 
But you don't understand what I'm saying, Media Winch. I'm just trying to tell you about them. That thing. Jordan Peterson's a beta male. Whites are not allowed to work in peace there in Africa. And so as a result of that, the whole country is suffering now. Um, it seemed to me that people were better under apartheid, apartheid than they are with what's happening now. Jesse Lee Peterson, everyone. Jesse Lee Peterson. Oh, my. Oh, this my. Is- it's so, been another uplifting episode of the Plex podcast. <laughs> you can find this podcast on all the uh, podcast places and uh, you can give us money at Patreon. That's patreon.com slash echoplex. If you donate the $5 level or more, you get the whole show, including Red Light, uh, which tonight you, the patrons will be very happy. Uh, we're going to crack open a beer. This was Tea Time. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What song do you guys want to hear? Uh, something long, so I want to go smoke a cigarette. Okay, we're going to play the extended mix of chocolate. See you in August. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, this is Kenny Thomas and the Southern Baptists, and we will be back eventually. eventually.